0: Welcome to the Just Be An Honest podcast show. This is your host, your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and mindset coach, KB. On the Just Be An Honest podcast show, we are dedicated to educate the public about how to live a purely toxic-free lifestyle. By eliminating and dramatically reducing the use of many products and lifestyle threats that contain these harmful ingredients that often bombard our life in a mysterious manner, we too can all as a collective whole become healthier and mentally wealthier. So join me on the ride. We're getting deep. Hi, here we are. Oh my gosh, okay, so the background noise might be a little bit, um, I don't know how you say this, just like echoey, so bear with me, I'm in my new studio yet um, right now and it is not fully set up for sound quality yet, I'm still kind of moving everything together, but hi guys, welcome back to the Just an Honest podcast show, this is your Toxic Free Lifestyle Advisor. KB, hi. How you doing? Um, wow, spring is here. Spring is here in full force. There's so many things that I want to talk about, but I think, um, I think something that I really want to strive to talk about today is about boundaries and about emotional hygiene. I know a lot of us are breaking free from, um, just getting out of. I mean, we're still in a panic. Panorama, as I call it, um, a pandemic, and a lot of us are perhaps traveling, traveling with friends, with family members, being put into a whole slew of new situations here and there, and I think it's really important that we step back, first and foremost, take a deep breath and recognize our soul, first and foremost, what we need what's going to fuel us, what's going to perhaps even throw us out of whack or back into homeostasis, into balance, right? You know, we're in this life. This life is not a practice life. We have one life. We've got to really strive to take care of ourselves and our mental health. Super important. So with that being said, I've had a lot of great conversations lately about boundaries and about emotional hygiene with clients, with friends, with family members. And I think this is something that we could all put into practice, especially the changing of the seasons. We're going to be out there mingling, as I mentioned before, perhaps traveling in close quarters with people. I know I have been, and it can kind of rattle us. A lot of us perhaps are going through some PTSD with that closeness, you know, with people getting into our zones, our auras, our wavelengths. So let's tread lightly, my friends, and recognize and be completely conscious and aware of yourself, right? And one thing I kind of want to start the hour off with is this E-R-O, right? E-R-O, event plus response equals outcome. Hmm, that's a good one, right? A really good one. So event plus response equals the outcome of what's gonna occur next, right? So I was writing a lot of notes the other day, especially to a client, and I kind of wanted to share just kind of what I wrote. So bear with me. Um, It's a little in depth, but I think we could all, you know, strive from it. I think you guys should take notes on it as well. Really, really helpful. But, you know, it's about setting firm boundaries, you know. I myself have to constantly practice this tool as well, you know. When to say no. When to know when we need space to step back, to take a deep breath, you know. Time for ourselves. Guess what, guys? Everyone is different out there. And that's a beautiful thing. Everyone is completely different. We can all accept one another for who we are and that we perhaps were raised or live different lives. But guess what? It's a beautiful thing to be different. So in that aspect, when you set a boundary, you allow other people to set boundaries and live who they are their authentic code may or should be as well, right? You allow others to be themselves. When you set boundaries, you allow that other person on the other side of the wall to realize, oh, yeah, we all have limits, right? Or, oh, yeah, that is highly respectable, right? It kind of shows a little confidence within you too. We have boundaries. Ah, what a cliche word, right? But how do we set firm boundaries. Okay. It's about being clear in your words. You need space. So I want you to be very, very vocal about this. And yes, 100% this topic has to do very well with living a toxic free lifestyle. Because if you do not practice, keyword practice, setting firm boundaries, you are stuffing things inside and baby, you better believe the body keeps the score everything's going to go out of whack, right? You're going to get sick. You're going to get bitter. You're going to get, I don't know, other words, angsty, okay? So how to set firm boundaries. First and foremost, a boundary is just a limit that you set in a relationship, okay? It's also important to note that you can have a boundary in any kind of relationship, not just a romantic one, okay? So this goes for all over the board. And boundaries allow you to protect your sense of self. It allows you to practice assertiveness and to learn to communicate overall. And one more thing, it allows you to maintain your relationships. Yes, we're all about maintenance here. Am I right? So we all have different limits, which is why boundaries are so, so personal. And it can feel Really uncomfortable to decide on a boundary and to communicate it to the people who need to know it probably the most in your life. And your boundary exists to protect you in your relationships. So keep that in your mind. Keep that in the front of your mind, right? Since we all have different boundaries, we need to figure out how to talk about boundaries to other people. And I'm going to share with you right now some of my favorite tips. Okay. Tip 1. Try the sandwich method. Oh my god, everyone loves a good sandwich, right? So, this is a kind of kind of a funky goofy name, right? Um for some it's actually just practical advice. But when you're talking to someone about something hard, try to sandwich the hard thing in between two easier things, right? Makes sense? For example, let's say that your boundary is that you need to make Time for self-care, which means prioritizing events around your energy level, okay? If you need to turn someone's invitation down, you can say something like, I'm so flattered that you want me to come, or maybe even something easier that comes naturally to you, but I've had to really get serious about making time for myself every week to recharge mentally so I can make it. So I can't make it, right? So... Excuse me on that one. So, kind of setting that up, speaking your needs of what's going to help you mentally. Because, in all truth, boundaries help you mentally. Okay, the next one, perhaps explain the boundary. Sometimes boundaries need a little more zheji, right? They need a little more explanation. If it's not something you can easily sandwich between two lighter statements, you might need to go a little bit deeper in discussion. Try to be 100% as specific as possible, so it's clear both what the boundary and what the consequence will be for violating that boundary. Um, use examples if you have to make your message very clear, okay? But think about that. The consequences, right? Make it very clear. hmm We all have boundaries whether they're dramatic or a little bit more relaxed. Okay, the next one I want to share is use I statements as much as possible when you talk about boundaries. One big fear people have typically when they talk about boundaries is that people will perhaps get defensive and even take it personally. And one way to diffuse the response is to talk about the situation using I statements. Talk about why this is important to you instead of making it about them, right? It's not a blame-shame game, you know? So instead of saying, you always come home late without calling, say, I worry when I don't hear from you after 9 p.m. I would feel less anxious if we could check in with one another more regularly. So using that, I know it sounds kind of just like school children, right? See how that shifts the focus from their actions to how it makes you feel. Right? See the shift. Are you just a little bit tired of... You know, stocking up and feeling like you're being lied to and ripped off by overpriced, greenwashed brands filled with unnecessary chemicals. Yeah, I know. I'm raising my hand on this. I am interested in finding a brand that is basically into the transparency whole realm, right? So I've found one. I have found one. It is called three ships beauty. All right, so let's take a closer look at their purpose-driven plant-based skincare. Look closer at their formulas and you will find all natural 100% plant-derived ingredients selected for their clinically proven performance and skin-loving qualities. Nothing else. Less never felt so more. So right now, guys, you can grab all of these goodies. I know I'm loving so many of their products right now and I am seeing dramatic results right away. Their oils, the glow, their cleansers, their creams. I love it. So right now, I'm gonna give you 20% off with code HONESTKB20, that honest two zero. Guys, I want you to look closer. Look closer. So that's three ships beauty. Use code honest kb20 at checkout for 20% off. All right, moving on. Clearly outline the consequence for violating a boundary, right? We talked about that. What happens when the boundary is violated? Mmm. Mmm. So good. So juicy, right? So part of setting boundaries is letting someone know the consequence. Of crossing it. Oh, yeah. So let's say your boundary relates to body and weight related talk with your family. Okay, that could be that could be a really good example, right? You could say something like, Mom, Mom, I feel uncomfortable when my body is the topic of conversation. Please refrain from commenting on my physical appearance or even my weight. If that's not something that you can agree to, then I'll have to cut this visit short. Woo, booyah. Like, whoa, mom's going to be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it, girlfriend. <laughs> so that's a good one to practice because I know that's a topic that comes up a lot in my counseling with others. Um, And when we talk about violation of a boundary, I want you to remember to follow through when your boundary is violated. Yeah, the follow through is a huge part of the process. And I think this could really be the hardest part. So once you've actually communicated your boundary, it's important to stick to it. You know, this shows the people around you that you're serious about your boundaries. It might feel weird or hard or overly harsh to follow through, but it sends a clear message that your boundaries are non-negotiable. Okay, non-negotiable. And some people naturally like to test boundaries, right? You know, maybe a little manipulation here and there. See what's going on underneath that hood of yours. So it is really important to stick to what you say. You know, and with practice, the entire process will get easier and easier and easier. You know, it can be really terrifying <laughs> in a terrifying experience in general to establish a boundary with someone in your life. I mean, I will be the first to mention that to you, you know, especially if you haven't had to put up boundaries with that person before, okay? But remember that boundaries are actually a good thing. Boundaries are a good thing. You know, we all experience frustration and anger with people in our lives. All of us, no one's perfect. No one's perfect, right? And boundaries help work through those feelings while maintaining your relationship. So without boundaries, many people feel overwhelmed, okay? Perhaps bitter. Something's going on. There's an elephant in the room, right? Maybe they feel taken advantage of or even uncomfortable. So establishing a clear boundary can help lessen those feelings and actually leave you feeling better about the entire relationship as a whole. So if you need help talking more about boundaries, don't worry about it. It's okay to ask for help. I'm here to ask for help. I work on boundaries every single day with myself. So I'm not perfect. I'm along with this process as well. But moving on with this, with boundaries, it has to go hand in hand with your emotional hygiene. Hmm, is that a word that you've ever heard before? Well, you hear it now. Okay. So your emotional hygiene, it's basically all about noticing and tending to your psychological health. Okay. So just as you would practice good physical hygiene with perhaps brushing your teeth or showering each day, your emotional hygiene also benefits from small daily practices that keep you feeling absolutely 100% balanced. Okay. So we're going to move into this and talk about Building first, building emotional awareness. So I want you to start off by trying to identify how you're feeling overall. You know, thoughts and physical sensations can be huge clues to identifying emotions. For example, worried thoughts and muscle tension could indicate fear or anxiety, and you may not even notice it. Okay, so building your emotional awareness is the first step. The next one is, I don't want you to ignore emotional pain. Okay, so pushing away or ignoring emotions might help in the short term, but over time can leave you feeling even worse, even more bitter, even more stringent, right? So I want you to check in with yourself each day by asking, how am I feeling today? KB, how am I feeling today? And we first need to be aware of our emotions before being even able to manage them, right? Remember that we all experience emotional pain, okay? It's really important though to practice self-compassion and I'm going to say this time and time again, seek support when absolutely needed. Even if it... Talking to a good friend. You're not alone. Seek support. Okay, emotional hygiene, right? The next one I want to mention, try not to catastrophize. Oh my gosh, I can make up the best stories. I can make, can you? Yeah? Hmm? Are you on my page here? Right? Do you hear me? So during stressful times, you may tend to focus on imagining the worst case scenario. And this is a type of, well, it's a very unhelpful thinking style known as catastrophizing, right? Ah, mm, Here it goes. Here comes the avalanche, right? I want you to catch yourself when you're thinking of the worst case scenario and try to actually challenge these thoughts. So how helpful is it to focus on an unlikely negative outcome? Ask yourself that. How helpful is this for me to focus on this? How is it going to serve me? Is it serving me? My energy levels? My lifestyle patterns? Think about that one. And something I'm super passionate about when working with your emotional hygiene is practice self-care. You know, looking after yourself by doing things that will refuel your emotional energy tank, as I like to call it. Amazing. Look after yourself, kids, right? We're all little kids at heart. So self-care refers to, I know, here we go. Just a definition for you. It refers to doing what is needed to look after your physical and emotional health. I know it's kind of just like put out there so much time and time again, but folks, it's a real thing. And it stems, it grows the plant of which you are, right? We can't grow unless we feed ourselves with the nutrients emotionally, which stems into physical health, right? Your body keeps the score, as I've said before. So sometimes this might mean relaxing or doing something enjoyable like taking a tea break. You know, I love a good tea. And it could be going for a walk, you know, through nature, watching your favorite TV show or movie, swimming in the ocean, getting back into the earth. At other times, self-care might mean being firm but kind with yourself, such as making sure you prioritize going to bed at a certain time, right? That routine. Or maybe it's drinking less alcohol and caring for your entire vessel you call your body, or perhaps it's choosing a healthy meal rather than processed junk food. Yeah, think about that one because that's one we don't really think about. Setting boundaries even with yourself. Um, so the next one I wanna mention about emotional hygiene is breaking the cycle, right? And not dwelling on the negative stuff. Break it, cut that chain off, right? do not dwell on the negative stuff. One of the best ways to break negative thinking patterns is to change up your environment and do something that you enjoy. Am I right? So even if you don't quite feel like it, give it a shot. Some suggestions include getting outside for a change of scenery, starting up an old hobby you maybe used to enjoy when you you were younger, or talking to friends and family. You know, keep an open mind and see how you feel after the activity. See if there's any sort of transformation or boost of stamina, energy, you know, sun gazing, right? See how that makes you feel. The next one I want to mention, and the last one I want to mention is kind of on the same topic of the negativity, right? Challenge that negative self-talk. Okay, try to remember that thoughts are not facts. Thoughts are not facts. We all have thousands of thousands upon thousands of thoughts every day. Some of them are positive. Some of them are negative. Some of them are neutral. Am I right? We can challenge our unhelpful negative thoughts and try to view situations in more helpful and even balanced ways. So this one may take a little bit more practice, but I want you to try to be completely 100% patient. Be kind with yourself, and you will learn along the way, and just amongst many other things, that you're creating this new skill, right? It's a new skill. So you could start challenging your negative thoughts by asking these questions. One of them being, what is the evidence for that thought? What is the evidence for that thought? Are these more helpful ways to think about this situation? Are there more ways, right, beyond this? And what may I say to a close friend if they were thinking that way? Hmm. You know, sometimes we teach and treat ourselves really bad habits. We give ourselves these like almost poisonous thoughts, but think about if it was one of your best friends that was in this exact same situation, saying the exact same thing, or maybe a loved one, a child, what would you say to them, right? I want you all to be the catalyst to change, right? Creating your own masterpiece. Be that catalyst of change. I wish you well, my friends. Um, here we are. We're in spring. It feels amazing, I hope you guys are getting on your journey with just cleansing yourself for the new season to come, mentally and physically. I'm going to have some new things for you guys. If you want to see what your toxic levels are right now, head on over to my website at justbeanhonest.com, and you can take um, the toxin quiz. How toxic are you? Right? Sounds a little scary. But with that, we can get started on the right foot. And if you'd like to get started in working with myself this season, perfect way to start. I will give you your first session absolutely free. Let's see if we work well together. Um, And if you're ready to commit, the world is your oyster. I'm just telling you that. I've had a lot of amazing, beautiful success stories lately. It's been quite fun. So um, head on over to my shop page, All the goodies are there. All the discounts are there. Until next time, guys, it's been an honor. It's been an absolute pleasure. Be kind to yourself and more importantly, be kind to others as well. It's a tough world and we're all in this together. So kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. Thanks for joining in.